In the name of Jesus, amen. Our text today is the gospel lesson just read, especially these words from our Lord, Ephatha, that is, be opened. Thus far, our text. Dear friends in Christ, in our gospel lesson today, Jesus heals a man who was born deaf and who had a speech impediment as a result. Seems like a fairly plain and straightforward miracle, doesn't it? His ears are opened, he's able to speak clearly. He's different than he was before when he could not hear. In fact, it's very likely the reason he could not speak well is because he could not hear well. Those two items oftentimes go together. If you can't hear the sounds that your mouth is making, if you can't hear the sounds that your parents make when you're a baby, it's hard for you to duplicate them as you learn to speak. Jesus comes into this man's life in our gospel lesson for today. And Jesus speaks some ancient sign language to him. Is it your ears that aren't working? How about your tongue? Is that what you need? And having communicated with the man in that way, Jesus speaks to the deaf man. He preaches his word to the deaf man. Be opened, Ephatha. And as Jesus preaches his word, exactly what he says in his word happens. It is the very same as it was in the beginning. Let there be light, and there was. Let there be an expanse above, and there was. Let there be stars and moon, and there were. Let these ears be opened. And they were. Let this tongue be able to speak. And it could. It truly is an amazing miracle, isn't it? The man did not have to learn how to speak clearly all over again once he could hear the sounds that he was making. When the word of Jesus came, everything was made well. He can hear. He can speak. He can communicate clearly. It is a miracle. It proves that Jesus is the very Son of God in human flesh. It proves that he has authority over this world. It must listen to him. It proves that God's word does what God's word says. It works impossible things. Well, there you have it. There's our gospel lesson for today. Now's the 
important part. You see, this miracle has implications for each one of you as well. You see, each one of you sitting in these pews was born into sin. And one of the things that sin does to you is it makes your ears deaf to God's Word. Deaf to God's law, deaf to God's gospel. Your sinful nature doesn't want to hear what God has to say. Your sinful nature has its own ideas about things. Your sinful nature wants to be its own boss. And so your ears are closed to God and His Word. When God's Word says, you shall not do X, Y, and Z, your ears ignore it. You do what you think is best in the moment instead. And because your ears cannot hear what God says to you, your tongue also doesn't always speak the truth either. Sometimes it makes bad confessions. Things like, God has bigger fish to fry than me. I'm not that bad, at least not compared to so-and-so sitting over there. Your ears are closed to the word. Your mouth fails to confess the truth. Perhaps the, perhaps the best example I can come up with to get this idea across is when we were teenagers. And mom said, be home by 10. You heard the word. Did you listen? At 10 o'clock, when you were still out miles from home, did you call mom and dad and confess a little lie? Oh, the car broke down. I lost track of time. Mom said, do your homework. Did you always listen and do it? No. You had your own plans, other activities to do. Your mouth confessed to your mom, sure, I'll get it done, mom. And then you didn't. I don't know if that's true across the board. It oftentimes was true when I was a teenager. My ears didn't seem to listen to what my mom said, and my mouth often didn't say the truth in response. Our sinful natures were at work. And they act that very same way with God. God says, do not murder, don't steal, 
Go to church. Don't covet. Don't curse, swear, use satanic arts, or lie or deceive. God's word is very, very clear. And our ears are very closed to listen. Not listening to God's word also affects what we say, what we confess outwardly. We're deaf to God's word, and so our tongues are unable to speak the truth about him. This happens all the time on Christian television, Christian radio, and oftentimes by well-meaning Christians. God wants everyone to be healthy, wealthy, and wise, we say. Who am I to judge what's sin and what's not, we say. Everyone worships the same God. They just do so in different ways. Everyone will be in heaven. There's no such thing as hell. If we would listen to God's word, we'd understand how wrong these words are. And it's not just these big ideas from big mainstream pastors. It's often much more personal than that. When we sin, When we break one of the commandments, we tell ourselves, who's God to tell me the thing I've done is wrong? Why can't I do this? It's fun for a moment. Who's God to say that I can't be a Christian staying at home? Who's God to say that living in adultery kills my faith. Who's God to say stealing is wrong? Who's God to say anything? We fail to listen to what God's word says. And as a result, we often make bad confessions of faith. When the ear doesn't hear God's word, the mouth doesn't repeat the word clearly. Dear Christian, you have sin. Your sin has closed your ears to God's word. That's why sometimes you even zone out in church. And when your ears are closed to the word, your mouth doesn't speak the truth. You need to repent.
Fear not. Jesus still comes to you. Just as he came to the deaf man in our gospel lesson. God comes to you and he speaks a word to you. Not physically present here, bodily anyways, but he's present in the word preached by your pastors. He's present in the word of the liturgy, in the words of the hymns. And that word speaks to you. Be opened. And working through that word, God puts all the things that were not working before back into working condition. It happens right here, not out on the street, not by reading a purpose-driven life, not reading the shack, not by listening to the right radio station. It happens here in God's house. God's word comes to you. Christ puts things back in working order by attaching his word to water, washing away all your sin and guilt and shame, clothing you in the robe of righteousness that covers all of your sin. God sends his word to you in your baptism. As a result, you're able to make the good confession. That's why baptism and confirmation all have the Apostles' Creed attached to them. When God makes your ears work and your mouth able to speak, you confess the truth in the creed. Even in some baptismal rites, the pastor sticks his fingers in the baby's ears and mouth and says, Ephatha, be opened, knowing that in the word, God works faith. And when the ears are opened, the word enters in. It fills you completely and totally so that you're glad to be here to hear God's word. You're eager to come and kneel and receive Christ's body and blood, God's word given to you attached to bread and wine so that you may eat it for forgiveness, life, and salvation. God's word comes to create faith. God's word is the entire purpose of every single thing that we do here in this room. The liturgy is God's word. Look at your hymnal and all the Bible passages that are quoted. The hymns are God's Word. Look at the bottom of the page in your hymnal where the Bible passages are quoted. The sermon is God's Word, not my personal opinion or what I think about things. 
God's word delivered to you. See, it's so very, very important for you to receive God's word because God's word's not just some nebulous thing that's floating around there. God's word is a person. St. John confesses this. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word which was from the very beginning became man in Jesus. The word suffered, bled, and died to forgive all sins. The word rose from the dead to live before God forever. The word, that same word, comes to you each and every Sunday. That word opens your ears. That word feeds your faith. That word is Jesus. Dear friends in Christ, Jesus is the key. Jesus is the word that saves. Your ears were closed to God's word. Your ears were plugged up and your confession was not right. But now, now the word has come to you. Now your ears are open to hear the word and your tongues to confess. Now you're free to be Christian just as God desires. Dear friends in Christ, Jesus has opened your ears through baptism. Your mouths are free to speak his word. Praise be to God who works this great miracle of faith, not only in the man from our gospel lesson, but in each of us as well. In the name of Jesus, amen.